welcome to <laughs> this is all your life. That's sarcastic. <laughs> Meaning it's it's all your fucking life. Who gives a shit? Um, no big deal. Overcoming the bullshit to open your heart and mind. With Janice Corsano and Holly Corsano. Hey, Halls. Hey. OMG, I'm oh. tired. Yeah. I am so tired, I cannot get out of my own way from the energy. Same. <laughs> now, I don't take naps. Well, I'm sorry. I I didn't used to. <laughs> and now I take naps all the time. Literally, I crawl to my bed and be like, I can't move. Okay. And in between clients, which is not a thing I normally did. But no, that's, that's a thing good. that, and I'm going to say this, it's working on self-love. It's working on taking care of yourself. If everyone is so focused, we are so taught that we have to give so much to everyone else that we forget to give to us. And if you don't give to you, I say it all the time, there's nothing left to give to anyone else. And we are in that time now where all this learning and all this vibration ele elevating. <laughs> I, can't, I can't speak either. Apparently <laughs> I am exhausted and I can't speak. All this um, evolving and elevating to the higher dimensions is always about you and taking care of you and the way that you perceive things and understanding that it's not what you think it is and that everyone's a mirror for you and they're helping you in some way, whether it be a relationship, whether it be a friend, well, everything's a relationship, right. a love relationship, a friend relationship, a money relationship, a relationship with your house, a relationship with your animal, a relationship. Now, interestingly, as we well know, our relationships with our animals are so different and we like those all the time because they're so unconditional loving, mm -hmm. which is what we're working on. Yes. If we unconditionally love, you know, your animal could do pretty much anything and you still love it. Yes. If you're <laughs> and it still loves you. Yes. It's a bizarre <laughs> in the idea that, you know, it came home and it ate your, your slippers. Right. Which you this know. is a tr thing that happened. <laughs> yeah. Ate your, your very nice, My very, very nice expensive Ugg slippers. Ugg slippers. Thank you, Wallace. And mm -hmm. Did you say much to Wallace other than Wallace? Why'd you eat my Uggs? Yeah, that's a, that's about it. I mean, Wallace, you're mm -hmm. not supposed to eat my Uggs. <laughs> Wallace, I'm gonna get a new pair of Uggs now. Thank you. I gotta work extra for those Uggs that I already owned. Right. Um, you gave him a whole talking. You, yeah. You told him. Uh huh. And then you basically went, okay, so I better make sure I don't put my Uggs anywhere near Wallace. Right. Because. Not that Wallace tends to eat shoes anymore. He used to when he yeah, was but littler. But when they're sheep, but when they're aren't sheep, they sheep? I think I they're think. like it's like a natural thing. He's like, oh, this is a dog tree. This smells like something I should eat. Right. So at the same time, but if but you love, you still love though. Unconditionally, you're unconditionally, like, okay, fine. He ate dogs. But now think about that as a person. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I ate your nice high heels, how would you feel? I. I, since you're my daughter, I'd unconditionally love you after I beat you <laughs> with my heart. <laughs> with the other <laughs> Because <laughs> when you're little, when you do stuff like that, you know, when you were little and you pulled all my and shit I out. And I eat the shoes? No, no. I, that never no, happened. No, when you, no, you used to wear all the shoes and, you know, put my um, coats on and stuff. You were yeah. very cute and lay on them, which is all fine. But what I mean, like when you poured stuff, like if you took your good perfume and poured it out or did any of those things, it's yeah. like, oh, no, no. But right. you weren't one that did that. Nicholas was more one that did that. Yeah. Nicholas was more one that if, if you put something, Holly was, uh, Holly was the child that if you showed her things, you could leave all your stuff out and then she would ask you, because all you had to do is tell her once, if you want to see this, glass things or whatever, if you want to see this, just ask mom and we'll do it together. And you would ask and we would go mm -hmm. look at all the things that were out. Nicholas, on the other hand, mm -hmm. was the child and you would sit and read books and we would sit and read books and... and Nicholas, on the other hand, and that's why I mean no child is the same, right? right? So you can't treat children the same. You have to understand each child. Um, but Nicholas would be the one where you have to remove everything in your house. <laughs> because yeah. after I tried that, thinking, you know, kids are the same, you know, you learn. hopefully you learn quickly on this. Um, kids are the same. And I tried that little trick. And I was like, here, Nicholas, here, you want to see this? And he wanted to see it. So he's holding it. He looks at me. And he looks at it. And then he takes it and he smashes it on the ground. <laughs> so after he did that once or twice, because, you know, I'm like, well, maybe he just, he just liked doing that. He'd like to see what would happen. He'd like to take everything apart. In books, he would rip the pages out. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> he was very destructive. 
he oh. liked to see. So then I started giving him things he could take apart. Right. Because that was the kind of child he was. And he still, he puts things together beautifully. He tried to put them back together. Not always could he. But I would give him old radios or old things that he could take apart. You, we would give you coloring books and things and drawing paper and this <laughs> because you had totally different um, creative abilities. But you were both very creative, and you still are. You d- and you do different things in those fields. Right. So interestingly, I just happened to go by and was able to feel what you know what it was. But it was really funny, like the way that the response. Right, but the, but you love unconditionally, even though. Right, even break, though he broke uh, some of my uh, beautiful, amazing things, you know, that I had gotten from who knows where. That I loved, and he just took it and smashed it onto the ground like Wallace ate the Uggs, and we went, oh, now as your kids get older, that's a totally different story, because then it turns into the conditional love. Like, if you don't do this, I ain't doing this, you pain in the ass. Right, that time, <laughs> Nicholas tried to move the car um, into the basketball hoop, and he took the headlight out. Um, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Yes, he thought he that... He thought he could drive at a young age and somehow thought... Um, he could move my car move without car. me knowing. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yep. He did take the headlight, the whole front... Yeah, yeah he did that. I'd say he did quite a lot of damage in that little move. Mm-hmm. We must have been 13. I don't know why he thought he could go in the car. Yeah, I don't either. Why he thought he should be moving the Unclear. car. Unclear. 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 Unclear to me, too. We'll have to <laughs> ask him. We'll have to ask him why he yeah. was deciding to... Not that, I mean, I drove when I was 11, so I'm not, I didn't even say anything about him trying to drive at 13, but it was more the ideas like, why were you driving into the, what are you doing in the car? Yeah. <laughs> where, where were you going? Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently not far, because it was really close. Yeah. <laughs> it was just probably scooching it back a little bit, thinking he could. But he's still walking. Yeah. He's still on the planet. He's still walking <laughs> around. So apparently, in the unconditionally loving department, you know, but there are a lot of conditions in love as you get older. With your pet, it doesn't happen. As a matter of fact, you come home, and if you're sad, they come up to you, and they're like, oh. They know. They give you lots of love. They give you lots of love. The puppy love. So if we don't take care of ourselves, though, bottom line, if we don't take care of ourselves, there's nothing left to give. But what are we here to do? And and we've learned that that's very selfish. And it's supposed to be self-love, not selfish. Right. And being selfish in self-love way, you know, not an ego way, in a self-love way, if you don't do that, there's nothing left of you. And that's what we're working on really learning, like healing our stuff, being self-loving to ourselves, because you truly can't love someone else until you love yourself, mm-hmm. like truly, like in an unconditional way. So that's one of the reasons why we have pets, you know, so that we can see that. But at the same time, that's what we're trying to transfer to ourselves and to others. So let's use them as the examples for if, you know, how do I treat myself? And I always say this, if you don't know, because people don't know how to love themselves. Mm-hmm. I say, right. well, think about how you love somebody else. So what do you do for someone else? How do you show them you love them and then do that for you? Right. That's the easiest way I could think. How do you show your pet you love them? How do you show other people you love them? We do a lot of, you know, helping and giving and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Stop and say, do I do that for myself? And 99% of the time you don't. Right. Not exactly. to that same degree by any means. You right. might do a little bit, but you don't certainly give yourself a break on any of it. Right. You know, if somebody else did it, you're like, oh, that's okay. You know, it's, you're, you make mistakes. It's fine. If you do that, it's like, get the whip out, beat yourself to death. It's not okay. Uh-huh. It's bad. <laughs> it's a horrible right, thing. Exactly. What the hell is wrong with you? You stupid idiot. You should mm-hmm. know better. You did this before. You don't know how to do it. I'm like, Jesus, boy, that's not, we are so not nice to ourselves. So point being, you know, on that. I don't even know what the point is now. Oh, we're talking the about point self-love. is self, the self. <laughs> well, I've See, actually, I'm so tired. My brain, uh-huh. <laughs> my brain literally... Yeah. It's just, and then it starts channeling, and then I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, because then I won't remember. If I don't listen to the podcast, I have no idea what we talked about, because <laughs> I'm always channeling. I've been working on self-care recently, because I also am very, very tired. And, like, and ver- we are, we're working on it because, number one, it needs to be worked on. That's the thing that, you know, as we're going through these, and I'll just say quickly before you say what you're going to say, going through these eclipses, going through this season, and right now we're in the lion's gate, um, portal, which is a portal that is helping to open our heart chakra, which is where our most powerful energy actually is, is in from your heart chakra. That's actually the place that we create the most from. Now, we create with our thoughts, but the heart, those thoughts, those feelings, feelings yeah. are the ones that really create. So in trying to open our heart up more, because most people have their hearts closed because we've been hurt so much, right. we've closed our hearts. 
we need to learn how to open our hearts in an unconditional loving way and not be attached to the outcome. Like the idea that we want things a certain way. You always say, like we, you and I have talked about this a lot, um, we're asking for what's in our highest and greatest good. We don't necessarily know what that is. Right. So if we really love somebody and that relationship isn't working out for whatever reason at this moment and you feel like your heart is being ripped out, you know, because they're not there or they don't want to be with you or whatever the situation is, that you always have to kind of turn in instead of taking instead of taking that, you know, we shouldn't be we shouldn't be um, feeling like we can't live without somebody else because number one, no one ever goes anywhere. Right. Like I mean, like we're all connected. It feels like that, you know, like they're not with you the same way you'd like them to be with you. But at the same time, if you start loving yourself more. And if that relationship is meant to be and it's not healthy now, then it can work on getting healthier while you work on getting healthier and that person gets on, works on getting healthier. And if that is still doesn't come back together, then that's okay. Then that's what it's supposed to be for now. Right. But that is now you working on you makes you in a higher vibration. So you attract something that's a higher vibration. So a lot of times, and I was just saying that I, I was at the, the doctor's. And she always checks in with me on what the heck's going on. She just looks at me and goes, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and I just looked at her and said, you know, it is darkest before the dawn. <laughs> my ultimate wisdom of, I got nothing. I'm exhausted. Yes, there's going to be more volcanoes. Yes, there's going to be more fires. She goes, so we're going to have like 20 feet of blizzard this winter? Oh, I'm like, no, I'm like I don't know, but I don't really want to. I go, yeah, we're going to have a blizzard and a fire, and then we'll have a flood. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I can't go there right now. Right. I'm trying to just go, can I just enjoy today? It's warm. It's nice. You know, let me just stay in. How'd you get to the winter? Don't go the winter yet. Yeah, <laughs> too soon, too soon. <laughs> yeah, don't go there. But the, that's, you know, more of the, the idea that, that we are in these times of big change, and what it's really trying to change us is our perspective, us understanding who we truly are, that we're spiritual beings having an experience and that this experience is an illusion, it's like a game. It really mm -hmm. is. And that there are other people manipulating this game so that we stay little, so that we don't know who we truly are, that we don't know how powerful and what powerful beings we truly are. As we get out of this, and you know, as we call it the matrix or the illusion or whatever, as we get out of this and we start to learn more about who we are and we're creating more, as we come together as the, the non-separate beings that we truly are, then you'll start to see, you know, like, oh, my God, what the hell was I doing? How did I get there? You know, but while you're in it, it's so hard. It's right. like we were talking about, we were talking about, I was talking about with a client yesterday about, you know, when you're in a maze, if you ever do a maze, mm -hmm. and, you know, when you walk through, it's like, I don't know which way to go, this way, right, left. Right. But if somebody just picked you up and, like, put you up a little bit higher, you could actually see, like, well, if you had went to the right, you would have been out of that maze in five seconds. Right. But, no, you're stuck in there, and you can't get out. You know when you do the corn mazes mm -hmm. and you're like, I don't know, we go, we, should we go this way? Should we go that way? Like everyone's asking each other, I don't know who's following who. Right. That's why I always say when people, like when all the sheep go off the edge and you go off the edge with them, because we were talking, who was I talking to? I think I was talking to Lauren and she was taking her, her one of her tests for her yoga certification. Mm -hmm. And she was getting so much anxiety from everyone else in class. And they were doing this like crazy studying and stuff. And she'd be in class and she's I'm like, I said, get out of the energy like just get out because now you're getting pulled in with everyone else and now it's freaking you out like you don't know enough or you didn't study enough or you didn't go out separate yourself and then start feeling like how do you feel about it like are you okay do you feel like you have right. enough and and whatever it feels like you need and know that you can it'll come to you and then you could look at those things Mm -hmm. but it's going to be fine regardless but do we need to go through all of that other stuff like we're making it harder you know, because we're pulling in, picking up so much. Okay, sorry. I don't know where I went on a tangent, but <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Whatever you were going to say, which was very important that I, sorry, I interrupted you. Just you know to say, what? I don't know. Just to I say what the hell I was going to say, which I now I don't even know what that was. <laughs> oh, Lord. This is, See, everyone, it's okay. This is where we are. It's true. Around in circles. Right. Oh, <laughs> no, I was talking about um, me feeling tired and needing more self-care. Oh, uh, yes. Because, you know, because I like to push myself and take all of the jobs and log all of my things through New York <laughs> all the time and 
like wake up at four in the morning to catch the train to be in well, New York. What do you mean? Who doesn't sh- like that? I know. It's <laughs> like, so I'm like running on like five hours of sleep, four hours of sleep, uh, you know, working 12 hour days, doing all these like crazy things. And then when I have a client that's like, can you squeeze me in? I'm like, oh, I, yes, I'm sorry. yes, I do. I squeeze them in because I feel bad. And then I'm sorry. I'm and going then to apologize again for that. What happens? <laughs> what happens when you need a break and you choose to not listen to your body is the universe delivers you a a break swift literally a swift kick in the ass and mine was in the form of someone rear-ending my car on 95 but with that came um injuries (laughs) came an injury to my hair cutting hand Mm -hmm. my hair cutting hand is hurt and the shoulder and my uh your sternum is popping two, out. My first two ribs, um, like right under my clavicle, come up and out of place, and my sternum like pops now when I breathe. So things are going on. So I've got some. Got a hip that's not cooperating. Yeah, but which which we that's not new, but you but know, to so the degree that it's now flared up is new. Right. Yeah. So so now we have some things like happening with my working hand. So we'll. Uh, We'll yeah, so goes. you know what that means. I'm forced to be selective about what jobs I take now because I can't overdo it. Like, I physically am in pain doing the thing, so it better damn well be worth my time. Oh. Um, I what You just had it popped back. Now yeah. it just popped back again? No, it just comes in and out. Oh. It just does that now. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's how that's I supposed was to work. I was telling this to someone the other day about um, when I was like, oh, yesterday when I was like cutting her hair, she was like, oh, I have some gray hairs that are coming in. Like, do you see them? I'm like, I have them too. I'm like, but hey, guess what? If you really love your leather wallet and you use it a lot, that leather wallet gets worn down and awesome and really comfy. And that's because you're using it. Your body's going to probably do some things as you're using it. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine because you're using it. So it's going to take the shapes of the things that you're doing with it. And sometimes hair likes to do some things. Do some things. You know what I mean? Like the the pigment will go away. That doesn't mean that it's less pretty or that it should represent your body aging because people go gray. She this is a young person like Right. So I, I mean I knew a person that started going gray and had totally gray hair at twenty. Yeah, same. I have a friend who's like at least 50% gray and she's in her 20s. So, but it's... I thought it was really pretty. It is pretty. It's very pretty. And, you know, so like I'm starting to see gray hairs now because I stopped coloring my hair to give it a a break, you know, from all the stuff that I do to it usually. You mean all the the rainbow colors? Yeah. (laughs) Um, And, you know, so I'm noticing the gray hairs pop in here and there and they're okay. Like I don't look at them and think, oh, my body's doing something wrong now and you know even though it is even though <laughs> no it's not <laughs> it's okay they're glitter it's little glitters in there mm-hmm. what does my shirt say can you read it um glitter um sparkle that shit sprinkle that shit uh, oh because i can't i have my yeah no oh. glasses on for distance yeah. oh sprinkle that shit yeah yeah glitter yeah. sprinkle so that, that shit. anyway so, so you're sprinkling that shit in your hair right so you got a little sparkle going on up yeah. there but anyway so the Just point my is my that point our, is our bodies do change, along yeah. with everything else. Right. And it's okay. And doing the thing and being like, oh, I, you know, I, I, I should be able I to do that. I should be able to do that. I would like to be able to do that, and I can't right now, and that is really frustrating to me, but I shouldn't be mad at my body for, for being, having an injury. For having an injury. Like, that's not, that's not. Well, that's kind of yeah. mean. Right, it's not fair. It's not fair. It's like you wouldn't be mad at, like, your friend for not being able to pick something up because her back hurts. No. So you shouldn't be mad at you for not being able to pick something up because your back hurts. Like you should be like. You would just get rid of the friend and get people with better backs. Right. Just make <laughs> yeah, make someone else do it. But no, you of course would not ask that friend. Right. Because you know that the person's back hurts, so you right. would ask them. Yeah. So, so it's like, why am I being so mean to myself? That's what I mean about you know, like the idea that if it was somebody else, you'd give them a break. But if it's you, it's like you don't get a break. It's so ridiculous. So I've been working really hard. Anytime I you know, am noticing things that have changed from when I was, like, before accident and after accident. It's like, it's okay. Body, we're in this together. We're, <laughs> uh-huh. we're, do- we're doing this this way, and I accept you, and I'm 
Working. And I should still love you. Yeah, I should still love you. Just because the way you are. You are the f- you are my vessel, and I need to um I need to be okay with yeah, how it and is. And I need to take care of it. Yeah. And I need to be a little kinder. Right. To it. And chances are, it will feel less bad if I am nicer to it. <laughs> I would hope so. I would think so. Yeah. Anyway, you know, just in general. Right. Just you know, being nicer. Men- well, mentally. I mean, mentally. And no, I'm talking yeah. about. I'm talking about mentally. Right. Physically, definitely, but mentally. Absolutely. And emotionally, because, mm-hmm. you know, we're so ridiculous on ourselves. Right. So what have you been noticing? Because you were saying, like, you know, because there's so much crazy stuff going on that, you know, you couldn't write this story. Like, you, you couldn't make it up this this crazy. Right. Like, the idea that, that you had an accident. And again. Like again. After and, and after and 10 never years. Never my fault. I mean, yeah, it's not, it wasn't your fault. But but the point being is that it w- it's been a long time, thank God. And, but at the same time, you didn't need injuries. Right. You're like, really? But apparently, for whatever reason, it's you have them. And right. now you have to take extra care of yourself. Right. So in one way, it's like, okay, slow down. You need to take extra care of yourself. And I say it all the time. We don't need to have to go that route to, to do that, hopefully. Right. But if that's what happens, you need to do it. Like, there is no other, there is no other choices anymore. It's like, listen to what your body's telling you now. It's, you know, your ribs are popping out. You can't move your hand, your thumb. It's what you do, the things that you use every day to do your job. Then to heal them, you may need to take some time off of doing that and be very selective and be, you know, and take care of yourself more because your body needs to be able to heal. It can't Mm -hmm. heal if you keep pushing the things that are hurt, as everyone knows, but we do it anyway. Right, exactly. And then there's like... And then you said, you know, yesterday... Just to, you know, like, because we don't have enough trauma and stuff in our in our brains of stuff that we've been through and the mm-hmm. stuff that we've seen. And I know in the last week, I mean, I've dealt with things that, you know, most people wouldn't believe if they, if you know, the experiences that I experience, I don't believe them. Mm-hmm. Meaning I, I do them and I don't believe them. I'm like, oh, my God, what the hell? And, you know, the, the Maleficent lower energies that are ramping up now because the higher energies are trying to help us to ascend. Well, you don't think one side ramps up without the other side ramping up, right? Right, it needs to be like a polarity well, to make it equal. They trying to make sure that we don't ascend, and so that we got a a lot of the, a few of the maleficence, and having to, having run into one last week on a client that has must have been going on for a few months, but this maleficent um, entity basically makes it so that you forget, like for me to look. It'll like it'll like work on like fucking up your memory. So it'll do this thing where I'll be like, she said, oh, can we look? And I was like, yeah. And then we started working on something else. And then I said, oh, we have to look. And then she started doing something else. And then mm-hmm. the next thing, her she left, and we both totally forgot about it until the next time when she came. And I was like, oh, we need to check your. Yeah. And then it wouldn't let me like they they weren't able it to kept block letting it. You forget. But it would it did this thing the time before and I was like, Oh, I should I should know better by now when it won't let me even look, you know? Right. And then the next day after doing that, I had to remove um because people sometimes when they pass they're afraid and they're jumping into other people's that are close to them, spotty. Mm-hmm. And I had to remove a friend from a friend. Right. And that, you know, most people wouldn't believe those are things that can happen, but they're happening, you know, often. And we run into it. We've run into it before. And having experienced it, when they show me that, that's how I know. Because this person was, you know, acting so different than they would normally act. And they thought that they were losing their mind and all kinds of things because they were so different in a very short amount of time. And yeah, that can happen, you know, and there's other bunch of other things that can cause that to happen. But that's what they showed me was one of the reasons. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, when we were removing it, she could, the person that was in her was telling her, please don't make me go. She was making, it was making her cry. She's like, please don't make me go. She was afraid she wasn't going into the light because mm-hmm. of the belief that we're going to hell or some other place. Um, so I just took her by the hand and talked to her and let her know that that's not where she was going. And because she wasn't, and right. that, um, and then the person said to me, "I see her. I see her going into the light, and someone's holding her hand. I can't see who's holding her hand." 
And I started to laugh. I said, okay, <laughs> well, I got her. Um, so those kinds of things, you know, being, you know, where most people, that'd be like so out, you know, that's so out of the, I guess, sci-fi, you know, so out of sci-fi. Right. But I have to say, like, if I didn't experience it all the time, maybe I wouldn't believe it, but I do it so much that it's just normal, weirdly normal now. Right. So, but even with all the weirdly normal things I see with the stuff that's going on, I even go now, wow, that's amazing in the amount of crazy that's happening. Like, you couldn't make that up. Like, you couldn't make that up. Like, that would not be the story that you made up. Like, oh, my God. So you were saying, um, just to add more, you know, like, injury, you were driving last night and saw... Oh, yeah, I was um, on my way to visit my uncle last night. um, Who, who, you know, is his own show (laughs) by himself. (laughs) He's He's a character. Yeah, so it was like he's in town visiting. Um, he lives in Florida, and I was um, going to pop over there before I went to um, James's house. And the timing lined up so perfect that I, I have no idea why this is a thing that had to happen. But I'm driving down the road on a, the main road. On a main road, and I hear this crunching sound... Um, out of my driver's side window from, like, a side street that's, like, coming, like, perpendicular. And I turn my head, and it's a person being hit by a car. Horrible. And I was like, (gasps) why, 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 why? And then um, I, you know, I kept going for a second and was like, "Uh, I hope someone's calling 911. I don't know if someone's calling 911. I don't know what's going on. So I turned around just to make sure it wasn't, like, a drive-by. Um, and there were already people there, like, taking care of it and handling it, so I didn't have to um, burn some more things into my memory. <laughs> but um, it was just to see the parts of it that I did see and the things that I did hear. Um, were very like, traumatizing. Yeah, it's just like, wow, especially after just getting into a car accident. Um, it's just... Like, what the heck was that other person doing? Like, were they texting and driving? Maybe. I don't know. Like, that person was in the crosswalk. Like, I, I have no idea. Like, that, people have the right of way if they're, they're in the crosswalk. They weren't jaywalking. So, it's, you know, and it's like, there's no light there. Like, that's a stop sign. So, like, that person should have been, you, in theory, you should not be going fast enough that you're going to, like, kill a person. Or whatever. I don't know what happened to the person, but... Um, the the things that are in my memory tells me that maybe they didn't make it. So, um, which might be better for them, based on what they looked like. Yeah, but the point of the story though is there are so many wacky things happening, like big, big, huge things happening. Like, and that just you know that just breaks your heart. Like ugh. you just it just. Oof, yeah. It makes you sick to your stomach like, and breaks your heart. Within the past year, within the past year, I've had weird things, like weird things, big, big, big things that would, why would they happen to me? Like, what is it, what's the point? Why am I learning what this experience is? You know, well, like, what do you think it's trying to teach you? Because I'm having them too. Right. And, you know, um, it's like, what is it trying to teach you? Maybe compassion. Well, definitely compassion. Yeah, I feel you know, like compassion yeah. is a big one that we need to have for ourselves mm-hmm. and others. Yeah, compassion. I mean, you're empathic, right? So that means you feel others' pain and right. you feel what's going on inside them. So you have compassion. So what kind of compassion is it trying to teach you? Maybe Ma- to have it for yourself. Oh, could be, or and relatability, just for other people's experiences too. That maybe, you know, some. Well, Lord knows you've had a lot of experiences. I know it's true. Um, that's why I always say I could hear. You could tell me now. Right, right. Part I don't of need the experience. To, right. I don't, yeah, I can feel the experience like telepathically. Please, mm-hmm. from now on, I would like to not have to have, have to have the experience, the experience personally. Great, great. Thanks. Thanks. Universe, please and thank you. But you know, so it's like in the past year, like having the um, getting pulled over. Um, yeah, that's and bizarre. Yeah, getting pulled over when I wasn't doing, like, anything wrong. I was going, like, slightly fast. And then um, having a stupid DWI for being, like, a 
well, for not actually having we're not a actually DUI having a DWI because of, of the stomach stuff that is wrong with me. So it's like, and for eating something that they would, <laughs> yeah, and for eating something that like made it, it was it was the most stupid thing. But needless to say, that's like behind being good. But it's like okay, so I had that dumb experience that shouldn't have happened. Oh, well, I mean, well, not I don't shouldn't know. have, but apparently it was there to teach you something. It was, yeah, it was there to teach me a thing that um, jail is very cold and wear a sweater without ribbons because <laughs> they will cut them off. Um, I think it's supposed to teach you something else. Oh, um, I mean that's the that's the physical. Wear department. shoes without shoelaces. Nope. <laughs> no, no, kidding, 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 kidding. Um, they don't have gluten free or dairy free options. Nope. <laughs> Those fact, are all the physical things. Those um, are all the physical things. Right. No, I'm kidding. No, but I actually spent the day that I was in there, um, pretty much just meditating and just like being in my own space. Didn't and was kind of connecting to the people in there a little bit because... Well, that's very traumatizing. Right. I mean, you take your one minute here, and that's where, you know, when we talk about your PTSD, that's where you don't feel safe. That's actually what that experience is for, to help you to overcome that feeling of not feeling safe, that anything could... Ha- like, something can change so fast in one second. Yes. Because one second you were doing this, and the next second you're doing this. Right. Which are total opposite things. Right, exactly. And that's what the fear is. Right. It's the fear that you never know what's going to happen. Right. And that whatever it is, is going to be horrible. Right, yeah. That it's scary. Like it's that scary. One second, and that was the same thing with the bike, with the person that you said they were on a bike? I think they were on a bike, yeah. That person. The same thing with your car accident. The same thing. Like, you never know what's going to happen in any right. second. And that, that when you have trust and faith that whatever it is, we don't know. We may not know the answer. Right. But whatever it is, it's there to, to help us and teach us and that we're never separate and that you are a spiritual being that, that doesn't die. Right. And as much as we don't get that and I don't want to lose anyone right. more, thank you. No thanks. Um, but it's trying to teach you to feel safe in what feels like an unsafe place. Right. When but you're like safe. Right, but how many things need to happen? Like, I guess until you feel safe. You know what I mean? It's like, are we gonna lose all the people around us? No, like we can't. That like, then we'll all just be gone. Like that would not make sense. But that's not that's not the purpose, right? right? So the purpose is for you to start to understand. For all of us, it's not just you. It's for each person to understand. That's why there's so many crazy things happening. But for each person to understand that we're not separate beings. And that there is something more going on, and that this illusion that we live in is is basically a, a testing ground, a school, and that the beings that we are are actually okay, but we need to heal from the things that were trauma that we were traumatized through, and lose the program of them, like the program that says that you're not safe, the program right. that says that this is the way you're supposed to be, or this is what this means, because when you see something like that, or or we have like a limitation on our bodies, we then say we can't do this or we can't do that. And there's a lot of things that you can do way more because of that. Like you figure out another way mm-hmm. around it. But we were taught that there isn't another way. Like right. here, if you can't, if you can't, if you lose your legs, right? You know, people have lost their legs and then they go on to be athletes. Right. And run. Right. And you're like, oh, that wouldn't be something that you would assume anyone could do. But somehow in their mind, they're like, that's not going to hold me back now. That's going to be the thing. And they might not have been a runner. Right, that's going to be their catalyst to be like, you know what, screw this, I'm doing it. Right. Yeah. Because if I went through this and I was, I'm okay, I need to do something with it. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a lot of that where it helps you, right. but it, like there's how, a safe feeling. Well, like how Aunt Holly's making the angels. Right. My sister, um, my niece that passed away, my sister is making, um, what's the name of the... Katie's Angels. Katie's Angels. Because I was going to say, I yeah. want to say Nicole all the time. Yeah, no, it's Katie's Angels and they're um, to support mental health right, awareness. awareness. And they're little like gem angels in like bracelets and bookmarks. And, and they're beautiful. Um, and she makes like them beautifully in their keychains and, like and their um, mirror, rear view mirror, mirror things. Yeah. And they're they're beautiful and I love them. And it's, a, and it's a way. And you can go to her website. I think it's katieangels.com. K-A-D-E-E, is it? K-A-D-E-E. I don't know if she has an S at the end. Oh, I haven't does been she? To her. I don't know. I haven't been to the website. I have been on the website. Katie's Angels. But it you might can Google be it. K- it's Katie's Angels, though. Yeah, I think it might have an S at the end. Um, but they're absolutely beautiful. And I know that that's important for her to be doing, number one, because that's her purpose. Right. You know, so it's like in... 
a terrible loss, sometimes we find our purpose. Do we need to have the loss to find it? And is it really a loss? You know, like I know it feels like a loss because it's very painful, but and boy does it test our faith, belief, and trust all the damn time because it's being tested. But when you get your faith, belief, and test trust tested like that, and we've all been getting that test, you mm-hmm. know. All oh wait, um, it is it is with an S. I just looked it up. It's k a d e e s a n g e l s dot com. Dot com. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but we've all been getting that test, you know, like where are we, where is our faith, belief, and trust? And our faith, belief, and trust works fairly well when good things are happening. It's really not, it's when bad shit happens, meaning like we decide that's bad. And in that feeling, we're like, okay, this isn't right. God, what's, you know, I don't believe in God. God took my child. And yeah, that's where, God didn't do that though. I don't believe God takes us, you know, I think, you know, there's a creation that we do, there's things we put in our lives, you know, experiences that we're trying to work through, that we put in, then we make an arrangement, an agreement with each other before we come down to have that experience. We don't remember it, because otherwise we'd null and void it (laughs) once we got here. (laughs) Like, "Uh, nope, check that off, I ain't doing that. But if you see, with each person, you have an opportunity to do something different or better with it. And that doesn't mean I want to lose anyone because we've already lost enough people. Right. Well, here's a thought, though. Like, now with, like, the things that uh, I'm experiencing, too, I have this, like, I'm noticing a fear that is coming along with it, whereas, like, it's like that when is the other shoe going to drop kind of, like, feeling that's like, okay, well, if, this is just, like, an example. If my career is going to get, like, very successful, does there have to be oh, an payment. equally bad thing, thing that, that will happen is my fear because it's like, okay, well, like the past like couple of years I've been getting like really cool jobs and being more busy with the thing that I want to do. That but is our, but that's, you're right. What right, you're saying is our problem. Right. And paired with it are all of these new like trauma experiences where it's like, well, why do I have to, it's like, what's, why is it a trade off? Like, why do they seem to be? Right, I have to suffer for something good. Right. Now, what's interesting about that is I talk about with that clients all the time because that's what it feels like, and that's that's old programming. That's the idea that we've been taught that, like nothing, you don't get nothing for nothing. Right. You don't if you don't work hard for it, even though you're working hard, the idea of success and what you have to pay for that, there's a payment. Right. I don't know what the payment is, <laughs> but each person has their own made up in their head, and the other shoe to drop. I always think this, like, just in the, you know, getting it from my own thoughts and just from the angels and guides, why is it that we believe that bad can go on forever, but good is a short time? That good doesn't last long, but bad can last forever. Like, bad shit can go on. You could be miserable, depressed, have, you know, struggles and all that for a long time. But good, if you get good, it only it's a short time. You only get like, who was it? I think it was Grandpa who said it to me. His luck run out. His, he said his luck had run out. And I said, really? How much did you get? Yeah. And he was like, what? I said, how much luck did you have? And he, he kept looking at me like I was nuts. So I was like, well, you just said your luck run out. How much did you get? Can you get more? Yeah, right. And he's yeah. like, huh? <laughs> oh, Grandpa. Huh? I'm uh. like, well, you just said your luck ran out. Right. Can you get more luck? Is there a luck bank? Can you replenish? Right. Can you replenish yeah. it? Is there only so much? Um, you used it all up. Did you think that you were going to use like? And he's looking at me because these are the things that I think. You know, these are the things that I'm channeled. Like, I don't understand. Like, mm-hmm. so your luck ran out. Okay, so get some more. Right. Well, because it's it's hard. It's harder to create when you're in fear and when you're. Oh no! You're creating. Scared. No, no, meaning like oh, you're creating thing, good things. I meant oh, crea- yes. yeah, yeah. No, I meant you're like creating. Once yeah. you feel like your luck ran out, what did you just say? You have none. Yeah. And if you've been going by luck the whole time, thinking you had luck, then you just said your time's up. Yeah. As far as luck goes, as far as good things in say the business world, you know, right. then then you're done, which makes no sense to me. Right. Yeah. No. But if you, but unless you think about it, then it doesn't make sense to you either. Right. You know. So in. 
in helping people see different perspectives and understand, it's like, okay, so if your luck runs out, and if we're talking about, you know, what's happening in the world, it's trying to help us to see things differently, to give us a perspective, to take us out of the maze and be like, no, there's so many different ways you could have went in here. And all of them lead you to a place that helps you to understand that, that you are a spiritual being, that you are in a vessel. <laughs> Wallace is snoring next to us. Yeah. Wallace has a nice life. Yeah, he's a snoring vessel. Correct? He's a snoring vessel. <laughs> <laughs> but that, you know, the body that we have, we need to have to be on this planet. Right. But at the same time, that when that body is no longer needed here, or we're done with it, we still have the main being, and that being has all the memories of everything that we experienced here, in that it's for us to help us to overcome things and to actually really be self-loving and kind, and to ourselves and others, because what else is there? Right. Well, so how do you cut the fear? Well, that's kind of what we're working on now, right? Right, So if the fear is beating you over the head at a certain point, you start to see it as the illusion. Because right. the fear to you, right? To me. Right. The fear is to the you. the unsafety. Right. Is the unsafety. And that's pretty much for everybody. Like, mm-hmm. we all don't feel safe. And right now, we don't feel safe. Like, that's part of all the stuff that's going on in the world. Most people do not feel safe. Like, we don't know what's going to happen in this world right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could have a nuclear war. We could have, you know, volcanoes erupting in your backyard. We could have floods. We could have, like, they're so extreme that you know, these intense fires that are, you know, burning all over the place. We don't know what's going to happen. Right, with the tornadoes that are touching down in Connecticut, like, a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Things that never happened before are happening Mm -hmm. to the degree that they're happening, and they're all extreme, and they're going to continue to happen. So that feeling of, you know, not feeling safe is also part of knowing that you are always safe, like, that, that the universe always has your back. And whatever happens, whatever it is, that if we're always asking for what's in our highest and greatest good, we may not know what that is, but that's what's working. Now, mm-hmm. we need to stay out the way. <laughs> right. Because our fear actually, you know, attracts more experiences right. to prove that you're right. We don't need more experiences to prove we're right to be afraid. Right. We need more experiences, the proof of the opposite. And that's why I say, like, if you look at all the proof of the opposite that you are safe, mm-hmm. you know, if we look at your accident and go, well, you know what? The vehicle you were in helps protect you to keep you safe, safer. Right. So yes, you have injuries, but they are could have been a lot worse for what the accident was. Right. You know, because the damage to your vehicle was is pretty good. Yeah. Versus how you're feeling, and you're not feeling great, and you know, the, I'm sure they'll heal. But yeah. But at the same time, what could have been versus what is is right. is something that if we look at the other side, it's more like it's thankful. We're you know you're mm-hmm. blessed, and that you felt like. Oh, actually, as uncontrollable as I felt that was, like I didn't have anything I could do about it, mm-hmm. I was still safe. And you could see because you said you couldn't see their headlights. Yeah, oh, and there's my sternum again. It just popped. Okay, well, you're not supposed to be popping sternums mm-hmm. out, but that's not that's not good. Right. As, no. a, as a new, what is that, a new gift you have? Yeah. Sternum popping? Yeah. <laughs> Is that a new dance move you're going to be able to do? Yeah, Watch this. It's a new addition to the body. Sternum popping now. Yeah. And ribs. Watch, I could do this to my ribs. Mm-hmm. And my shoulder will then do this. And then my finger, I could do this with it. Or no, I can't do that with it. <laughs> I can't do anything with it. As far as moving it to use it for hair cutting. Right. Which is my job. Right. Yay. Oh, yay. Whoa. Yay. But the point of all this um, that we're talking about is trying to feel safe. In mm-hmm. an, uh, where we feel very unsafe because we don't know what's going to happen. And that's, we've never known. That's the one thing being on this planet doesn't tell you is what's going to happen. That's what's so interesting. Like, there's nothing guaranteed. I don't care how much you try to guarantee it. There is no guarantee. Right. Well, how do we pair that with unconditional love and, like, self-care and having fear at the same time? Because those are, those are the old and the new, right? So yeah. the old is the fear and the not non-self-care, and, and nurturing everyone else but yourself. Mm-hmm. The new is unconditionally loving, feeling safe, knowing that the universe has your back, and that's coming in that faith, belief, and trust department, you know, where we really have strong faith, belief, and trust, and knowing that, that this illusion is just that. It's an illusion. And these things that happen, although the way we're programmed to believe them and go into fear, that that's the lower energy trying to keep us stuck there, 
but our true being would not be fearful of those because it would understand that those are there for a reason that we would understand then. Because as we, as we evolve, we'll know what they're for. Right. We'll understand more. Right now we think of someone leaving the planet as dead and we don't know what happens to them. Right. And we don't know if that's the end. We never see them again. We don't know any of those things. Right. The average person doesn't know that. And even, even if you do, like even if you have those experiences like I have where I feel, you know, 100% sure that you do not, I can't tell you I, well, I've died, but I can't tell you. <laughs> right, you can't give a person that, their own personal experience of it unless that happens to happen to them. Right. Having right. had the experience right. a bunch of times, you know, being out of my body and stuff and knowing that, that I didn't care. As a matter of fact, I was more like, don't touch her. <laughs> Stop touching her. I feel fucking fabulous. Don't touch her. And right. people start touching me. I'm like, stop touching me. Poking and prodding and being like, vitals, blah, blah, blah. Right. And, and, then, that, and then you... And then I pop back in. Pop back in. But the, the difference is that, that knowing that being outside of your body and having those experiences, um, and people who have, you know, who have died for, you know, like five minutes or so, mm -hmm. that have been, you know, gone into light and went into these beautiful places... And, you know, saw God and saw the universal, you know, beings and stuff um, to those degrees came back different because then they didn't have the fear, mm -hmm. you know. And that's kind of, it's like if we know that, if we understand that, then nobody can make you fearful of something that you already know in your heart is true and real. Right. And that's what, if you said, like, what is lower energy trying to do? It's trying to keep you in fear because then it has you stuck. Because then if it makes all these fearful things happen that scare you, then it can basically keep you in the little sheep herd right? instead of you being your magnificent you and knowing that, that your right is love and abundance and all amazing things. And that just because good things happen, it doesn't mean bad things have to happen. And what is a bad thing? Right. Versus a good thing. Right. You know, like we gave it terms, but, but are they really bad? I mean, they feel horrible. Right. But... In the big picture, if you understand, is it really bad? It feels really bad to us, but can we trust that emotion as if it's a true emotion or a belief-proving emotion? Like, that's right. the way you're supposed to feel. You know, like... Right, are we, you mean, are we, is the feeling we're experiencing a learned feeling or an authentic feeling? Right. And if you don't have that feeling then there's something wrong with you. Right. Which is really counterintuitive to us trying to unconditionally love. Because if you don't have the feeling that says that should be bad, and you actually are self-loving, and that you actually can see higher, that that's like, oh, there's better, there's more to this. Mm -hmm. Oh, that may be something that, as crappy as that is, that's going to help, that's going to be the thing that launches this person to do this, this, and this. Right. Oh, oh, that's actually good for them. It's bad, but it's good. Right. You know? It's one of those things where we're making a... It's a horrible situation to try to get something good to come out of. Do we have to have the horrible situation? Well, apparently, sometimes we do to do something else. Right, because the other people would be stuck in, like, the... We would never get out. Right. So we put those things in, you know, like... And we don't necessarily have to use every single one of them, but we put in experiences because we're trying to learn. We're trying to learn self-love. We're trying to learn unconditional love. And for ourselves, we feel like we can unconditionally love, you know, like our pets and stuff, but we really don't know how to unconditionally love ourselves. Lord knows, if we can't do that, we can't actually unconditionally love anyone. And if you think about it, do we? No. If they do fucked up shit, we go, fuck you. Right. <laughs> you know? And I'm not saying that we should let anyone treat us like shit because that's self-love. I mean, like, okay, you know what? That you cross in the line, and I don't need to be around that. That's not helping me. That's right, not that's making me feel good. But that's self-love. Right. You know, and there's a lot of people that can, you know, and because they've been hurt, because hurt people hurt people. So because they've been hurt, and then we stay stuck, and then we stay in a revengeful place. And then, you know, that, that cycle grows. And then the idea of hate grows. Mm -hmm. And as the, the idea of hate grows... That spreads a negative energy. And anything you throw in the pond ripples through the whole pond. Right. And fear is one of the biggest ones. You know, the idea that people are different. Well, yeah, everyone's different. And <laughs> right. that should be a good thing. Yeah. That there's differences amongst us all and that we could agree to disagree. 
I don't have to believe the same thing that you do. I don't have a problem with what you believe. Right. As long as you're not trying to force it on me to believe. Right. You know, I don't try to force on anyone what I believe or, you know, think. I just explain and give you the way that I see it and the way that I understand it. And you get to do whatever you want with it. Right. And let me tell you, if someone ever tells you they have the way, that there's only one way, run. Because <laughs> <laughs> there isn't, and that's not true. And there's so many different ways and a bunch of different things that get you to the same place. Right. And everyone learns differently. So all good, you know, all good. So I have no idea. What are we titling this podcast? Because I don't even have an idea what the hell we <laughs> talked about. Unconditional love and fear. Learning. Learning, learning, um, learning unconditional love. Um, and fear and versus and fear. Versus fear, yeah. Or something. I don't know. We'll have, yeah. to, we'll have well to think about it. Because I, I don't have any idea what we just even... I, if I listen to it, I'll go, oh. <laughs> oh. Right, because you're channeling And to rest. And to yeah. rest. Self-care. And that, that our fears are going to be very big. And there's going to be a lot more of it coming up. And what are, well, what are some exercises we that we can do... So when we are feeling like, because I have also been feeling a ton of anxiety, as I've said this for well, months Well, have, have you been grounding yourself and running the energy through? I do, I do. I forget to do it in the morning. Because I our like energy is very stuck in the, in the intensity of the anxiety. Cause, because remember, we're going through a higher vibration. As we vibrate higher, the anxiety will get, and our bodies are changing into crystalline, the anxiety gets higher. So it's like your body's not used to that. Right. So... As you become more of a crystalline body, from what they, they show me and tell me, as the grids are changing and we become more of a crystalline body, as the earth is changing into a different dimension also, mm-hmm. um, we're going to feel all these weird things, you know, like the not being able to see right, the headache, right, or, yeah, you know, I've been all talking the weird, yeah. I can't, my, uh, my vision is Oh my totally God, off. the vision is so wacky lately. But that, where I was saying Not that, because my eyes. No, no, but I was saying that last time too, where yeah. it's like, I'm, I'm noticing that if I'm in, like, the fear mode and in the, like, belief-proving mode, I'll catch it visually because my body's, like, actively showing me, like, uh, like a fuzz, like a filter of, like, a in, like pixelated almost, where it's, like, I'm living in the fear that's fake. Right. Which is good because, mm-hmm. see, that's your clue now. So right. if you just ask me, you just ask me a question, what do we do? Right. Well, if you know that it's fake... Because you can start to see, like, yeah. pay attention to when something mm-hmm. like that happens. Because that's telling you that, wow, the matrix is trying to yeah, it's like show crumbling. me. It's trying to, it's showing you that it's that's not a real thing. Not a real thing. Yeah, because then when I catch it, I can go back through like my heart. Chakra. Right, because that's where you go. You go into your heart. You go inside. Right, and you ask the truth. You know, and the truth and. Pretty soon as we get through this next, you know, higher, as we get higher to the fourth, you know, like really are living in the fourth. Because from what I understand, the that is something that we're shifting. Like, we're going to shift to the fifth. But the the fourth, I think the earth is already on, but we're still looking at it through the three, 3D world because of the program. Meaning, like, the planet itself is in a different dimension than we are that's on the planet. Right. And as the the earth is changing because it's changing with us. We you know, we're all together in this. All the planets are alive, so it's changing at the same time we are. But it's above it's ahead of us at the moment and mm-hmm. because of the programs and the beliefs that we have that we keep seeing it the same way, but things keep being off or weird and we keep noticing it. Right. And keep trying to put them back like, "Oh, that shouldn't look like that." And then you keep trying to find out like but when you have those moments, especially like in fear, where something like feels totally like that doesn't make sense or something right. looks weird, those are good ways to start to see like, okay, this is the illusion. You know, like the fear is the illusion. Why do I need to be afraid? What am I afraid of? And really ask questions because when you really ask questions and go inside, you have a much better chance of starting to get out of the fear because the fear itself is put there to stop you because mm-hmm. it does. It literally stops you. And it makes you believe that you have to do something a certain way for the system, you know. Otherwise, you'll end up here, or this will happen to you, or that will happen to right, you. Right, right. Yeah, like if you don't, like... And those are the things yeah, right now. If you I don't mean, we have do rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you don't do this thing, then this other thing will definitely happen or not happen. Right. Yeah. You know, but there's so many rules and regulations 
that are totally against us as spiritual beings, you know, that don't make any sense. And as we shift out of these dimensions, we won't have them. We will do them from our heart space. We won't even have as many because you won't, you'll know if a person is lying. You'll be able to see right through. You'll be able to hear them because we're becoming more telepathic and empathic. And that's also where people are going to have to really pay attention to this because they're going to have to pay attention to where it's coming from because they're going to start feeling like they're going crazy. Because right. this telepathic ability, which I know you have way more of, I know mine is often, there are days where I'm like, oh my God, mm-hmm. this is making me insane. It's very true. From the empathic to the telepathic, they are so big and so strong. As we're starting to learn and grow, those are gifts and tools that we need to learn more because we're going to hear everybody and we'll know where they're coming from if we start to learn how to do that. Mm-hmm. If we don't, it'll just make us feel nuts. It'll just like literally like we'll just be so overwhelmed with it, which we're already getting overwhelmed with it, but it'll just be so overwhelming that it'll just make you feel like you're crazy. Right. And we're already feeling crazy enough from the energy and s- switching around and all the stuff that's going on in our bodies and all the things that are happening because they're so insane and, you know, all the people that are leaving and, you know, there's just, it's just, I can't even say it in other way than it's very fear invoking. Right, it is very fear invoking. Yeah. You know, it's and very mine's fear definitely invoking. Triggered, like I, like after, especially after the thing that happened that I saw last night, paired so close right. to the accident. You know, the, and that's part of okay, what is that helping you to see? And it's starting to be able to be comfortable with the idea that fear may be an illusion. Right. And if we buy into the fear, then it keeps us stuck not doing anything mm-hmm. or or sequesters us away to not do that. Mm-hmm. But if you don't do that, then what does that do? If you don't if you don't if you take follow your follow along with the fear you're saying yeah, if yeah. you follow the fear and then you stop doing all those things because you're so afraid. Yeah. Then what happens? Then you you're Nothing all happens. of your power <laughs> all of your power as the being that you are just got taken out. Right. That's how easy it is to to diminish us into little beings. Right. Is hit our fear. Mm-hmm. And hit our fear, and hit our fear, and then we will do whatever you want to make it go away. Right. It's like we're like uh, in a video game, and like the bad guys like hitting you with the life thing, mm-hmm. and like your life goes. Yep. And then you like. And like, then if you notice, you, you down- get new life. Yeah. And then you down, <laughs> but you down level though sometimes. It like yes. resets you to the la- the you lower. It presets you so that you can go back and figure out how to get around it. Yeah. So that's kind of like life. We are a video game. Right. Yeah. You know, like a computer, but we are a video game. So it resets you. You got to start from that same point where you where you got killed, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so what are you going to do different? What'd you learn now? It's the same idea, right? Yeah. Okay, what'd you learn now? So that you can make it past that level. And then when you make it past that level, guess what happens? There's another level. Yeah. And then you make it past that level, and guess what happens? There's another level. Right, but then generally, when you reset, you'll reset to the same level that you started on, like that you've elevated to that you started on. Right. So that w- so it's like you're building on experience. Exactly. Yeah. So each thing is like stacking right and that's actually what we're doing right so if you you know for a metaphor of it that's a a good way to look at it so if you play video games then you know you understand it if you don't go play one or watch somebody play one you'll see what happens and it's like that's exactly what's happening here Mm -hmm. so as you learn that that's part of what you're doing growing and you could see like if you were in that game pretend you're in the game and if you were actually in the game instead of outside looking that's why a lot of times they'll say, step outside of it. Right. Get a different perspective. Go around the room. A perspective in a room, like where we're sitting right now, where you're sitting, right, because you're across from me, you mm-hmm. have a totally different perspective of this room than I do. Yes. I have a totally different one than you. Yes. If we sit, switch seats, then I have a different one. You have a different one. If we move where Wallace is, he's got a different one. Right. Just in this room, we could get a bunch of perspectives. We could probably get 20 just in it, just if we moved around the room. Yeah. But if you don't have any of those and there's only that one, what are you doing? You're going by what you've been taught is the way that it works. Right. Instead of stopping and asking questions and what is this fear for? What is it helping me with so I can get out of it? Because it's the thing that's going to keep you stuck and it's going to stop you. And if I'm coming from my heart space, what does my heart tell me? And how do I connect my heart and use it truly to Mm -hmm. get rid of these programs that have been keeping me stuck? Because fear stops us and makes us follow a program that doesn't work and makes us stay out of our heart because it scares the fuck out of us to go there. Right. On that wonderful note, (laughs) everyone have, you know, in the letting go of fear department, 
you know, but make sure you keep yourself grounded, protected. Like we need extra protection. The lower energies are jumping on us left and freaking right, trying to keep you in fear. As you're having the um, experiences of the higher and the, so it's like the old and the new, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like the higher vibration and the lower vibration. We're having both. So we have the um, new experiences, meaning our new programs and new things that we're putting in there. And then we're having experiences of the old ones. Which one do we buy? You know, and which one do we want to live with and which one do we want to create more of? So the more that you put that out, that's why we say pay attention to your thoughts. They are creating and they're doing it fast. Mm-hmm. So be careful what you, be careful what you put out there. When I say be careful what you wish for, that ain't I ain't joking. Right. Mm. Not no more these days. Yeah. Like, you know, I, w- we w- I wasn't ever joking when I said that, but no, now, it's know, like, but like now it's like now it's like very oh, quick. God. Things manifest very quick. Very fast. So pay close attention. Uh, I can't talk. I swear. <laughs> pay my close my attention. Play <laughs> pay pl- yeah. <laughs> it's like pay close attention to what your thoughts are. That's why I say write them down. Take a few minutes to do that. You have no idea what you're putting out there. Right. And a lot of people don't look. Because what happens is we get aggravated, we're frustrated, and time as we know it is gone. I don't know about you, but it's gone for me. Right. In the dimension that, that time is, it's more like I don't know what day it is. The only reason I know that there's a day attached to time anymore is because I have to look in my calendar or, you know, my yeah, phone same. says it. Um, but it feels more like I kind of are, it's start, starting to change in a place of, well, this is what I'm doing. Here's my clients for today. But it doesn't feel like a day. Like Yeah, it like doesn't Wednesday have the same had a feeling. Monday right. had a feeling. Friday had a feeling. They all, like, had a, a vibe. Right. Now it just feels like one feeling. Yeah. It all, it's all a lump. It's all a lump. So... As we get through more of time as we know it changing, and then we'll have more time. Thank God. Yeah, you're yawning. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm going to fall over. So on this tired podcast, yeah. <laughs> because we're exhausted, yeah. on us, on us, um, the podcast ain't tired because it doesn't have that energy. We're exhausted yeah. as we're doing the podcast, which, you know, give yourself a break. Like, I have clients to do. You have... Um, I have clients to do. I, I had to go have, to New York. Yeah, you have clients to do. So... Some, you know what, may need a little bit of a, you know, 20 minute rest. Right. And then I and fly then to Greensboro at 520 in the morning. Yay. And all that will be great if yeah. you take your time and do it, you know, pace yourself yeah. and give yourself a little bit of break and know that it's going to be like easy breezy. Yeah. Like you want to make it easy breezy. So, um, Myelana underscore inspired Instagram. Um, this is only your live podcast on Facebook and we are on the um, iTunes and SoundCloud. Yep. So share us, like us, and whatever else you do. I don't even know. What, I don't know <laughs> what they are. Whatever those things are. So that other people can hear, listen, and understand what's going on. Because there's so many changes. It's, it's insane, and we will keep you posted on, on what we're feeling and experiencing. Yes. And ways to help you and tools to go. Indeed. As we're creating more, more things to do. I swear, I almost, I think I almost have how to do an entity removal class um, without having to do one person at a time. I think I saw Uh it the other day. So we may be close to being able to do that so I could do classes on that. Because otherwise I have to do one person at a time, which would be hard to do in a class. But I think I might have seen it the other day very quickly in a meditation I was doing. I was like, oh, hold on. (laughs) So that may be something that we could do soon. And and honestly, like if you guys have questions or stuff you want us to talk about, um, email us. Um, Facebook us, yep. whatever those things are called. DM <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah, I have no idea what any of those are. Social but media. Whatever they are. Yeah. And um, what's the th- what do we say? Toodles. Toodles. Yes. Bye. Bye.